Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. You're now listening to The Check-In with Black Menswear. And I'm your host, Neandre Broussard, CEO and founder of Black Menswear. It's unfortunate that black men have had to fight negative perceptions that not only make our personal journeys more difficult, but directly impact the wider African-American community. On The Check-In, we provide proof against these stereotypes by discussing engaging topics that uplift our community through interviews of inspiring individuals with stories of racks to riches, defeat to victory, and just downright interesting stuff you'll want to hear. Although Black Men's World was birthed out of a love for men's fashion and style, that love has blossomed into one of the internet's foremost communities for men to gain encouragement, inspiration, and of course, style and swag tips. We've literally gone viral over and over again for our flash mobs. Now, you ain't gotta be black to listen to this podcast, but you do have to keep an open mind and have a desire to be a part of something to change the narrative. Thanks for tapping in. This is The Check-In with Black Men's Wear. So people, another Monday, happy Valentine's Day uh, to all the lovebirds out there. Uh, February 14th, Monday night, the check-in. Super excited about this special guest um, that we're getting ready to have on, my guy Jalen Clark from the Black Wealth Renaissance. Now, Black Wealth Renaissance, for those that don't know, it's a platform that speaks to us in our community about uh, uh, saving in different formats, investing our money how we can basically look at another way to bring our community to a better spot through taking care of our finances, right? Black Wealth Renaissance. So really excited to have them come on. Now, before I bring them on, got to do our housekeeping, right? If you are watching us on Instagram, but you haven't listened to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, go check out the podcast as well. You'll hear all the past guests that we've had and all of their insights. So definitely check out the podcast. Two, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Dapper Conversations is our biggest YouTube uh, series, and it's coming back when we go to, to New Orleans next month to kick off our flash mob season. So definitely check out our YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel that has all of our YouTube content from flash mob to Dapper Conversations and some more of our long format videos. We got a dope video, a mini doc that comes out this week from our collaboration with Wear Brims. You see a brim in the back from Wear Brims. Uh, that comes out, Black Men's World Wear Brims, two black brands collaborated to drop a moment in time, which is a limited edition collection of a brim. Uh, so go ahead and copy your brims, but also be on the lookout for the mini doc that comes out. Shout out my guy Rock Mitchell, 
Of course, Rock is behind the lens and the video uh, creation to create and develop this beautiful, beautiful piece of art that we got coming out this week that talks about the black man and the history of the, the brim, the fedora, and what it means to us uh, as a society. So don't miss out on that. All right, without further ado, let me get my guy in here. Uh, man, to, I, I don't think, they probably don't even know this, but I want to say me being on the Black Wealth Renaissance podcast. What up, Jalen? What's up, Dre? How you doing, man? Man, I'm, I'm wonderful, bro. I'm wonderful, bro. It's 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 a great evening. Uh, it's a nice night in Dallas. You know what I mean? Uh, of yeah. course, it's Valentine's Day. I got a special lady. She's we we went out on the town this weekend, so you know I made sure I got I I, I got my due uh, in time before I had to come to work tonight. But uh, definitely, definitely do it well. Hey man, that's great to hear. And happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. I'm a single guy, so you know I ain't really do that. Let them know. Hey, hey, put your put your information out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gotta gotta give them your mathematics, you know what I mean? <laughs> y'all can follow me. <laughs> Underscore Day Clark06 if y'all want to. But yeah, uh, uh I definitely I'm I was really just listening, tapping into everything that you were saying. Appreciate the intro, man. Uh, and I really do love what y'all got going on. I got to see the sneak peek of the hat a few weeks yeah. ago. It was really dope that y'all doing that, bro. And uh, I'm really excited. No, man, I appreciate that. You know, again, guys, we got Jaden Clark um, on with us, who's one-fourth of the Black Wealth Renaissance. I, I'm, I'm going to let him do his own introduction. Uh, but, again, if you guys are on the gram, at Black Wealth Renaissance, straight like that, no underscores, no periods, no spaces, straight like that, you can tap into the Black Wealth Renaissance movement. But, Jalen, man, let people know who you are, bro. So, once again, my name is Jalen Clark. Like he stated, I'm one-fourth of the Black Wealth Renaissance. Uh, we are a group of four black men that, you know, we really just come from our different communities, uh, but they all are same, similar type of backgrounds and structures. Uh, me, Jared, and David, we're from Louisiana. Uh, David and I, we've been best friends since, like, eighth grade. Uh, we've been cool since then. Me and Jared uh, Kelly, we all met in college because they're David's roommates in college. And uh, we really just, at first, we're just a bunch of regular kids, you know, graduated college, thinking we understand something. Yeah. Uh, I curse on your page because I go along. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah you're all right. Yeah, you're all right. We thought, we, right. We, we, thought we, we understood and knew everything about the world, but really, truly, we ain't no shit, man. Yeah, right. Uh, and, but we we did have a little foresight to us. Uh, even whenever I was going to graduate, I was like, yo, what's my credit score? Like, this is like, you know, my junior year going into in the, uh, about to graduate from college. And I'm like, yo, what's my credit score? I didn't, I didn't I didn't know. And I didn't have friends who were really, you know, talking about it. I had one line brother. He was talking. He, he knew his credit score. He, yeah. He was like rattling off. I was like, "Wait!" I was like, "Well, damn, man, you making me feel kind of bad." No, right, right, right. I went look up my credit score though, and then I found out that my credit score was really bad. Like I had like a five something or something, and I learned that my mom had put a bill in my name whenever I was a kid. Oh, you know? yeah. Once again, we all come from the same type of background, man. Uh, we were struggling, and some things happened, and she needed to get a bill on, and she put it in my name, and. Unfortunately, some unfortunate things happened, and I was like, damn, I felt like my life was over before it right. even began, really. But that's when I really started to educate myself on credit, and I ended up learning that, you know, just because I have poor reported doesn't mean that that's, that's over for me. So I ended up getting me a secure card, 
and I ended up really just building my uh, credit back up. And I graduated with like a six, uh, what it was, like a 640 going in, like from like a 57 going into like a 640. And that was like within a year. But after that, I ended up building my credit up to about like a seven, uh, 700 right after, a year after that. Once again, just learning, understanding how to build positive credit, uh, understanding how to report uh, positive history. And uh, once after that, you know, I understood that it wasn't the end of the world for me. And that's whenever graduating, like me and David, we ended up getting into wholesaling. And that was really something that tried to get us into really making that wealth and something that can really. That's like that was our first taste at entrepreneurship too. Uh, I'm not well. First full fledged LLC and everything like that. Uh, right. right. In college, we were some hustlers. Like we all had some type of entrepreneurial background and some type yeah. thrive, some type of hunger where we all did something to at least try to make some money on the side. I was selling shirts. I used to hustle like go sell plates outside the club and stuff like that, and then. Uh, being in a fraternity, like I chaired a lot of events and right. put these on, so it just was in me of you know trying to go out and do more. And I felt like that was a long ass introduction. <laughs> no, it's 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 great though because that's that's the crux of you know the conversation, right? So guys, we're on with the Black Wealth Renaissance. We got Jalen Clark, uh, one of the one of the founders of the Black Wealth Renaissance, and I mean, literally what you did though. Uh, was really explained to me the passion behind the Black Wolf Renaissance, right? So you 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 realize these this situation, this scenario that you were put in, that you're in, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, dang, how do I how do I get out of this? I, I already feel as though I'm one step back, especially being us in the community, right? You know, being being black people, we already got a a a, a shorthand in the deck, right? And so it's really looking at, dang. So now that you realize that, you turn that into. All right, now that I found my way out of it, how can I now provide that education to others, which is how Black Wolf Renaissance got started? Is that, am I hearing you? When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Right there. Yeah, that that is kind of like what really... So even after that, we still didn't really understand a lot. Jared actually gave us the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And okay, yeah. Our, our mind, too. Because even before then, like, I just looked at money as... I didn't look at it as a tool. Like, I was really just getting money like even whenever i was building my credit man that 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 year i had two jobs where i was working like i was working my regular nine to five for the summer and i had another job where i was working like night shifts like busting ass making a lot of money but i didn't have shit to show for it bro like i bought shoes right. I bought a new wardrobe like all type of stuff where it was just like if you would have really been investing and if you would have really been taking and using this money as a tool, yeah. you been that much further. Really? So read really? that book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's really like the catalyst of what changed our mind mm-hmm. around money and us saying, you know, the book is called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, what the rich tell their kids, you know, but in my mind, I'm like, yo, ain't nobody in our community talking about this. This is right. like 
how like there is like y'all need the streets need to hear this shit. Like y'all right. got so what's going on? So that's when David and Jared they actually started the page. Uh they had always talked about, you know, just starting some type of social media to where they can uh share that information. And October 31st of 2018, they ended up starting our Instagram page. And the Instagram, uh, it really just started off for one, one to share that knowledge. And then two, we saw a lack in our community of the way people were being highlighted. We yeah. saw our entrepreneurs weren't being highlighted, but our entertainers and they're being highlighted for all the wrong things. You know, yeah. people who getting killed, uh, people doing all of these things. And then, so what we done was we took the entertainment, we kind of flipped it on his head and we started finding actual clips and pieces of information that showed our entertainers actually acting as business people and how they're actually <clears throat> in the world right. rather right. than just saying, okay, they just make music as a product, but yeah. understanding, you know, what, what does it truly look like to have longevity? Why can't people like Nas and Jay-Z and why, what, what do they really have that gives them that advantage? Like, yeah. we actually ended up breaking it down. Like, yo, this is what Master P's rap snack deal looks like. Like, this is what it looks like to actually have a product. This is what it looks like to actually have a service. Even with Nas, breaking down him and angel investing, understanding what he was doing to actually bring some of these companies online. Stuff that a lot of people had not heard about. So, right. we, so understanding personal finance, but also highlighting the narrative of an entrepreneur in a way that it, it seemed cool. Not that, you know, sometimes people will hear entrepreneurs, oh, I'm going work for myself, like, yo, you about to do what, dog? Like, you bugging. Yeah. <laughs> let's just try to go get this money, or let's go try to scam or something, like, you know, or let's go hit the block, stuff like that. No, I, I, I like that, you you know, when you think about the the complexity of our community, because and I think a lot of that comes back down to um, uh, product my environment. Right. My environment is 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 struggling as a whole. And so my environment is struggling as a whole. What can I do at this moment to enhance myself and put myself in another situation? I mean, we hustlers, but we are entrepreneurs, like literally even those that are entrepreneuring in a way that might not be uh, 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 beneficial to their longevity, they still entrepreneurs, right? You set up a business, you set up a network, you got a product, you're pushing, you're moving a product, you're selling a product, you're looking at inflation, prices going up, my prices got to go up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, supply and demand. These are all concepts that are actually understood in our community, but what they're not doing, they're not taught in our community, if that makes sense. And I love what you guys have done is taking the approach of, well, we understand some facets. Let me speak to it in the language that we understand in our own, in, you know, in our, in our own vernacular. And now let's take that and utilize our platform to be able to show it in a way that we're able to get those nuggets. Because if we don't, if we don't take care of us, then who will? You know what I'm saying? And, and I love that you guys have taken that approach head on. Like, nah, we're going to teach it and we're going to teach it in a way. And, 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 and I love how robust the platform is. Right. I love how robust. I mean, you talk about credit. You talk about life insurance, which, you know, is really dear to me. You talk about uh, cryptocurrency. You talk about uh, entrepreneurship. You, you talk about a lot of different things to where I like to call it. It's like, it's like an a la carte approach. Right. 
I might not be able to, you know, say I might not gravitate to every single thing. But if I'm in that line long enough, okay, I can I can rock with that. Let me find more information on that. I can rock with that. Let me find more information on that. I can rock with that. And so then it gives people the approach of you ain't got to be an expert at everything, but at least get some things that you want to dive into and then kind of run your run run your your roots deep, you know, in those type of ways. And again, I just love how you guys are consistently putting out these messages and the amplification. I remember you guys were one of the first podcasts that had us on to amplify our platform. You know what I'm saying? And to really give us an understanding of or let people understand what our business model is, which is not just suits. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was that was one of the first times that we had an opportunity. So kudos to you and shout out to you, bro, using your platform. But we were really able to explain, now we got four we got four streams of income for black menswear. You know what I'm saying? It's not, we're not a one-trick pony. Now, we are definitely kind of, you know, establish a business that's that's far reaching and being able to kind of spread that and amplify that. So I love your entrepreneurship series uh, that you guys do where you showcase and let people talk about their businesses. Uh, now let me kind of take it just one step back just a little bit, right? What gave you guys the balls enough to say, we're going to launch our own, <laughs> launch our own pl- podcast. Now that we got this much, you know, we got this information and we starting to really tap into it. What gave you guys the, 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 audacity right to say you know what we learned a few things let's let us kind of put that stuff out there honestly bro we was just young and hungry honestly like it was like you know we're catching we see this traction on instagram and we saw how people were how they were responding to the information yeah oh like you helped me out thank you for explaining this or thank you for breaking this down uh some people telling them telling us you know because of us they were able to get their credit repaired and get their credit uh, or they started learning about, they were introduced to the idea of investing, the uh, idea of yeah. real estate and things of that nature. So we was just like, yo, if we could do this just from a social media page, what would an extended dialogue look like? And that's really what it what it was. Like, just young, hungry, and wanted to take it to the next level. Like, what was, what's a longer form, a more intimate form of where we can really deliver this information and really just share the conversations that we were having on the phone daily. Like, yeah, just talking about so many things that it was just like, yo, we need to share this because every time we would bring it up with someone else who was outside of like our group, like they would be like, damn, how y'all know this? Like, how you understand yeah. this? Right. So it was like, once again, it was that supply and demand. Yeah. I understand that people wanted to hear this. What's up, Rashana? How you doing? Uh, I can understand that people wanted to hear this, right? And we can understand and see that. So we really just gave them what they wanted, an extended dialogue. Um, and at first, I ain't gonna lie to you, it was not the greatest product. Like our audio sucked ass. Yeah, uh, right, right, right. Or cell phones. Uh, I was still living with my grand uh, grandmother. Like a lot of us were still living with our parents. Yeah. That was the thing that really, you know, allowed us to what I feel capture the attention is people got to really see the real us. Like with Black Earth Renaissance, I always tell people, I don't want people to think that I got it going on. Like I'm still trying to figure it out every day. Like the team is, but we're practicing what we're telling you guys. Uh, If I'm doing something, I'm going to tell you, yo, I'm investing in this. Oh no, I have not done this yet. And I'll go out and find a subject expert though, who can break it down for you. So that's another thing, like what you're saying, you know, how robust it is. Yeah. There's things that we do understand at like a high level, like I can at least break it down, how to get you, how to get you in. But sometimes it's things that I don't understand. So I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you and I'm going to find somebody who do, who does understand, though. 
I'm going to find someone who can break it down to you in a way that, once again, that you're going to understand at a kindergarten level. Yeah. So talking over you, they're actually talking, they're talking to you where you, where you can understand. So yeah. those two pieces, us being able to rely on people and us at least understanding, you know, I can convey, I can talk, I can talk and I can relay this message in a way that is digestible. That was <laughs> that really just made us start a podcast. And we were listening to other podcasts. It was like, yo, if all of these people could do it, man, we could do this. Like, you know, right. that's bad. And then the amplification part, uh, I definitely want to say thank you about, uh, thank you for that as well. And that was just something that we really, really were, you know, just happy to do as well. And that's where that, you know, making and showing and highlighting entrepreneurs. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Where we were really were able to thrive as well in the early days of our page, we done this. Uh, we done this series called Heroes Over the Hump. So every Wednesday, we would highlight an entrepreneur in the community who was doing something great, and uh, somebody who was either flipping real estate, doing uh, doing life insurance sales, or they were making money through drop shipping, uh, different things. Showing you that you don't have to be an entertainer, you don't have to be a dope boy, you know, you don't have to do all of the stereotypical things that they try to box us in as. And it was really dope seeing the reciprocation from the from the uh, page of people saying like, "Yo, this person's just like me," and they bought back the block. Like, yeah, really right. Highlighting right. from city buyers. That was one of the few people that we uh, highlighted early. Like, they legit bought back a block in Baltimore. And they're showing yeah. people how to do this. So now yeah. it makes it a lot more tangible. Like, yo, if they can do it and they walk in the block with their five-year-old daughter, I can do that. Like, right. it's right. not just saying like, oh, I see this person who maybe they got their millions from from playing a sport or they got their millions from some type of head start as what people like to say. Because even with those type of things, you got to work. And that's something that we, we found ourselves really attacking too was the mindset. Yeah. We didn't understand the mindset and what was needed in that. A lot of people, the delayed gratification, people didn't want to see that. And that was another thing that was really important of highlighting and showing the everyday people is that you have to have a certain mindset to reach that level of success. You got to, sometimes you got to make sacrifices, whether that be financial sacrifices or whether that be that sweat equity where you really got to put that time in and you really got to do something. But there's going to be some form of sacrifice that you have right. to make because that success is not built overnight. Absolutely. 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 Bro, you dropping dimes. Again, y'all, we're here. We're here on uh, the check-in with Black Wealth Renaissance, my guy Jalen Clark of the Black Wealth Renaissance, just talking through kind of, you know, we're building we're building up this uh, this foundation, right? So he told us basically his history of, of kind of how his mind was triggered on. Dang, there's some stuff out here that I don't know about that I haven't been that I haven't been taught. Then once he started learning it, he then became a point of you know, hey, it's kind of our responsibility now that we know this information. We can't hoard it. We got to pass that information on, which initiated the Black Wealth Renaissance. Now you guys have started this podcast, and and I love asking this question: like, at, at what point did you feel as though your podcast? was like worth still going on, right? Because I know we all get to that point and it's like, man, I'm just, 
I'm wasting time. I'm wasting resources. This ain't really going the way I want it to go. At what point were you guys like, you know what, this this actually, you know, this this podcast actually being pretty successful. I mean, shoot, now I know y'all have what, like 10, 15,000 downloads a month. I mean, that joint rolling. People are tapping in. They're reaching out to you and getting you guys information. But where did you kind of start seeing that, that success lie? So, honestly, that success, uh, honestly, our growth and trajectory, it never was just like, you know, really out there but it was always like a steady slow and steady type of growth but i i think one of the very first things is once again we had our instagram page already up so i don't want people to just think you know that we just it was fully with these type of traction on instagram where we can post it and we can get at least some type of listenership so you know we started off with like at least 200 100 to 200 listeners on our first few episodes but the thing that for me, and I always love telling this story, the thing for me that really just stood out to me is we had somebody from Barbados hit us up on the page, dog. I'll never forget his name. He's a guy who uh, does working out. Uh, he's like a fitness trainer. His name was Body Barbera, and he's located in Barbados. He's like, yo, man, I just want y'all to know that episode that y'all did on investing in the real estate and, uh, you know, I want to know how can I do it from the island of Barbados into the United States or whatever. I was like, yo, this dude just really just hit us up to access this. Like, yeah, yeah. Into the Barbados. Like, what you doing, homie? But like, it was such an eye opening experience. It's like, your voice and the reach is way beyond what you're just able to do. And that that was one of the reasons why I really say I love the internet and it's such a great a great equalizer is because you can touch and you can tap into people with endless boundaries, endless strength. Right. And then there's another time where, you know, we're really just going heavy on live and we started seeing people jump in from Britain, jumping in from South Africa. I'm like, yo, what the hell? Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Into what y'all got going on. I appreciate what y'all doing. Thank y'all so much. So it was really just slow, small recognitions like that, that, would really just be like, you know what, y'all, yeah, like, we got to keep on going. Because like you said, sometimes a lot of people don't understand, especially with podcasts, and, like, it can be a very daunting, unforgiving task sometimes. Like, even with us in the very early days, like, yo, we was recording Saturdays and Sundays sometimes. Like, yo, I ain't, I ain't going to hang out with no friends. Like, yeah. you know, bro, I got to record a podcast. And yeah. Like, what the hell you mean you got to record a podcast? Like, but we're going so hard and we get like three, four episodes, five episodes in a right. week. Right. But this, it was something so new. And, you know, it was just like, dang, we got to, we got to put this out. And we, we see traction. And it really just was, it wasn't easy, but it was simple. But it was also something that took a lot of, a lot out. Like, you have yeah. had to give up a lot. So, that's 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 really you know just how how we got to that point. I mean, all you know, you got to pay your dues. You know what I mean? Like to to really get it to where it was. It, you, to your point, you already hit it on a little bit early. Like it doesn't happen overnight, right? The success that you guys have seen, um, you know, starting in twenty eighteen, being here where we are now. I mean, that's 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 four years. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not four days. <laughs> that's not four episodes. Like it's been it's been a a compound and you know kind of getting back to kind of a, a money effect compound interest is better than simple interest you know what i'm saying when you've got 
you know, the traction that you got today, building on the traction that you're going to have tomorrow, building on the traction that you're going to have in a week, in a month, in a year, the consistency that's there, like that's, 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 you know, from what I'm hearing you say, that's really what, 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 uh, uh, this consistency and the dedication. Those mm-hmm. are the things that really are what drove it to continuously to compound, to roll. And again, like now you've been able to, to, to get people across the world, people invite you guys and, and paying you guys to come out and speak at conferences, um, teaching, you know, saying again, teaching ways. Like how does, how was it, how was it the first time you got like somebody invited you to come speak? What, what was that like? What was going through your head at that point? I was like, wow, really? Somebody's like, y'all want us to come talk? Uh, yeah, our first speaking gig was like at my college, actually. It was for a group uh, that one of my friends, like from whenever I graduated, they are doing something for like the church and the community. Yeah. So I going to speak at that. Uh, I did see somebody ask, you know, what did God, part did God play in all of this? I feel like God was a lot of, <laughs> a huge part of the story. Like he guides us. Um, yeah. Once again, I just... I definitely feel like this was a calling on our life of just doing this. And even when we got to speak at the church, it was really cool just seeing that we could speak to some young kids, impact the community, Mm -hmm. uh, really just have them understand. Once again, you don't have to do all of these crazy things. The the power of money, the power of compounders, the power of actually starting a budget, doing this at an early age and showing them the time difference of what that looks like starting younger versus starting later. So, you know, things of that nature, it was really just amazing and surreal. It was like, dang, we really got to uh, go speak and really go do this. So that was very exciting. Uh, and then even furthermore, like our last speaking gig was in October where we got to speak on stage with Marlon Wayans. I got to interview Akon and Tiffany, yeah. things of that nature. So once again, that compound interest of, building from something like that to being able to be on stages of that, that scale. Yeah. So surreal because once again, if I couldn't have managed that one stage, how would I have built, built up to being able to speak on the stage of that, that scale. So it it all plays into really building that solid foundation. Mm, I love that. And that's a great, that's a great segue into my, to my next question, right? What kind of advice would you give someone who's, you know, uh, uh, have launched a podcast already or entrepreneurs in general, what kind of advice would you give them um, as they're on this journey? What's maybe the, you know, the, the one biggest takeaway you've gotten along this journey that you can pass on to, to, to one of them? Mm. So much, there's so much that entrepreneur teaches you. Entrepreneur yeah. teaches you. I was really going to test you, man. Like, I, I can write a book about this. I ain't gonna lie to you. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Um, but the very if I if it's just like one thing that I could tell people, it's really just expect the unexpected, like. You, you think things are going to go one way or you think, you know, this launch is going to be hecka successful and mm-hmm. you're going to all of these things. But like be prepared to roll with the punches. Uh, once again, like you stated earlier, that consistency of things don't happen your way. Just keep at it. Uh, yeah. 
it's okay. You're not a machine as well. Sometimes you need breaks. Sometimes you got to connect with your family. Sometimes you got to recenter, reground, refocus, uh, things of that nature. Because I know for sure as an entrepreneur, just in the beginning, it's, it's a lot of hustle. It's a lot of grind. It's a lot of, you know, just really putting your all into it. But don't don't pass up on those moments with people that you you don't even know if they're going to be here for the next day for it. So really understand, you know, how to take advantage of that, recenter, refocus, but also remain consistent. Uh, Keep on on perfecting your craft. Keep on working at it. Uh, A lot of the successful people that you see today, they're successful because they didn't quit. Not because, you know, they just kept on, not because they... They lucked up because I'm gonna be honest with you. Even with entrepreneur, I feel like you luck up, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, up, like yo, we kind of slipped into this and then yeah. like keep on skating. Don't fall, like don't let them see. Like, but sometimes right. people fall. Like, and that's another thing with entrepreneurship. People don't like to let them see. People feel like they're scared to let other people see them fall. Don't mm. be afraid to fail. Like especially with entrepreneurship, you're going to fail. Like there's so many things that we've launched that have shitted the bed. Like what I tell you, they're, they're like, you, you think you about to, you man, I'm about to, I'm about to drop the car to three on the ass. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> so like, don't be afraid to fail and fail with grace though, because you got to understand that with all of those failures, you also get lessons. Like you understand what's going on. Don't keep on making the same mistakes. Like understand and pay attention. Where did I really messed up at? What did I do? Uh, document it so you can understand what 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 you really uh, done. So those would be some of my key factors. I would say. So I would say remain consistent. Re- know when to get you some rest. When not to, you know, focus on the craft and when to focus on the craft. Uh, if you fail, fail with grace. Understand. Learn your lessons. So yeah, those are my three my three things for entrepreneurs. No, I love it. I love it, bro. I love it, bro. And again, y'all, you are on the check-in with Jalen Clark of Black Wealth Renaissance uh, here with us today. Hey, y'all. Thank you. I got one thing. One more thing I want to ask you, brother. So in November, Black Menswear, Black Wealth Renaissance. Yes, sir. The Dad Gang. Yes, sir. And we coming together. What's what's what's. What's the most powerful aspect of us coming together to do the Black Men's Summit? What's the most powerful aspect of that in your mind? Honestly, the unity. I think it's going to bring something so powerful because it's already, each group is already a group of young, of Black men working together. Yeah. Coming together as an even larger force, really, you know, Megatron in this and really trying to understand and amplify. I think it's going to show people that you really can work together and work with yeah. different groups and make things happen yeah. to where oh, you're all in different lanes, but you all can still come together, add value. Um, and I think it's really just going to be able, us being able to highlight what it, what it looks like to be a black man, like the, the whole holistic really yeah. of a black man. I think that's going to be some of the most powerful things that we're going to be able to accomplish with this event. I'm so excited about it, dog. Like, it's going to be very powerful. So start yeah. uh, to all the sisters, all the ladies out there. Y'all can't tap into this one. But all the brothers, we are doing something special for y'all. We're doing special for something special for the black man. We're going to talk about, you know, what it looks like to be a leader, what it looks like to be right financially, 
Uh, that's not just from, you know, budgeting, uh, saving, penny pension and all of that. We're going to be talking about how right. to make a bag, how to grow the bag, right. how to protect the bag and pass it on to your legacy. We're going to talk about all of those type of things. Yeah. Uh, we also got our boys like they're going to be talking about the business side and really just building that brand and how you can brand yourself and ways to really just, you know, come off and capture your moment. So I'm excited. Yeah. No, I, can, I can't wait. You know, again, that's that's a little teaser. You know, again, black black men's wear, black wolf renaissance, the dad gang, black man can November 11th weekend in Dallas, Texas, the black men summit. First time black men summit King oh, together, King come together to do something great and spectacular. Now, the ladies, again, you can't attend the summit, but we will be having events around the summit. That's right. So you want to come to the mixer, pull up. You want to come to the after party, pull up. You know what I'm saying? You want to come to lunch, pull up. You know, we're going to have spaces where, you know, where ladies can, can uh, come and meet some of these brothers. Uh, for those of y'all that are single, they're going to be out there for y'all to mix, to mix and mingle. All right, now, bro, end of the, end of the episode, I got to do, I gotta do uh, my season three staple, which okay. is this, this or that. Okay, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just throw some random stuff at you. You gotta tell me this or that. All right, let's do it. All right, all right, all right. So this or that. First up, fried chicken or fried catfish. Ooh, yeah, I know you from the booth. You know what I'm saying? You can't be from the booth, not done yet. For the catfish, <laughs> go catfish. Okay, okay. The uh, city or country? Ooh, ooh, that's hard. That's a really hard one, especially for me, dog. That's hard. Ah, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't just, I can't pick that one. I got, I, like, I like both aspects. Like, city, you know, you get access to so much stuff, but yeah. I also see it nature. Like, country, I like to go kayaking. I, I want to go mud riding and stuff like that. So, yeah. Oh man, give it. Put me in the suburbs where I can access. Hey, both. You got access to both. Oh, hey. The best of both worlds. I, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, uh, beaches or mountains? Once again, you're killing me, man. This is hard. Because I, I do love water, though. Like, I, I love... It's just something about being by the ocean. But I also love hiking. Like, that's just a very different... Being on top and looking at that view, and it makes you feel... Both of them really make you feel really small. If you've ever been out on a cruise ship and you've been on the deck at the middle of the night, go sit out there and just look. And you you feel so in, insignificant. Same thing on top of the mountain, though. You're like, yo, dog, like, I'm on top of this huge ass thing, but I'm looking all the way around like, what do I really mean? Right, right, right. I think I, I probably take mountains just because more fresh air. I got some some nature and stuff. So I'll take mountains. Okay, okay. Follow A follow-up to that one. Uh by plane or by car traveling? Ooh. Okay, so I used to didn't like planes, but now if if it's over like six hours, give me the plane, dog. Like, let me get on that bird and go chill. <laughs> he said, give me there, give me there. Yeah. All right, last question. Last question. Uh rap or R and B? Ooh. Ooh. Rapper R&B, dog. That's hard. 
I think I'll find myself more. I do listen to more R&B probably because I, I like I love rap. I love bars. I love hip hop. But I just can't hear all that rah-rah all the time, man. <laughs> you say, yeah, yeah. And, like, so R&B, I can, you know, clean up, cook to that, do all of that. So I'll take R&B. Okay, okay. I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? Get, get your grown man on with the R&B vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> man, this was no. fun. I really, really uh, I appreciated this, dog. No, man. I appreciate you joining us again. You guys have been on another episode. This is episode four, season Jesus, season two, episode four of the check-in. We got my guy Jalen Clark uh, from the Black from Black Wealth Renaissance. Again, you can tap in to learn more about entrepreneurship, learn more about uh, 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 saving, investing, credit, um, your futures, handling your money, building a legacy, a financial legacy. All of that you can find at Black Wealth Renaissance. Um, check out their podcast, BWR Podcast is their page on Instagram. But if you're on any any podcast channel, just look for Black Wealth Renaissance. It's going to pull yep. up. Uh, Jalen, appreciate you, man, joining us. Uh, any any last words that you'd like to give to everybody out there tapped in with us today? Hey, man, once, I appreciate y'all for sitting and listening. Uh, y'all chilling out, checking out with us, uh, checking in with us at the check-in. So yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, I definitely had fun. As Dre said, y'all tap into what we got going on. Y'all go uh, look at our Instagram page. We got a wealth of knowledge. I know we haven't been posting as. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba much content right now we're reworking some things on our side over here but we're about to be back and better we're about to uh really start killing this real slash tiktok game uh so we're about to come hard with that so y'all be on the lookout for that um y'all check into our podcast uh season four is upon us we yeah. went to houston we recorded a lot of content nice. uh everything is live so we're gonna be on youtube and uh regular audio streaming uh nice. So y'all can access that both ways. So y'all be on the lookout for a lot of the things that we got. Oh, and y'all buy digital products if y'all want to learn about anything. If y'all want to learn about investing in the stock market, uh, really just understanding how to break down companies, how to evaluate them, uh, and invest for long term. We're not teaching y'all how to trade. This is really, you know, investing. Yeah, right, uh, right about personal finance we got there where we can teach you about budgeting we can teach you understanding your risk tolerance understanding what you need to know what type of investor you are understanding you know how to set up your goals and stuff like that if you want to start a podcast we got that as well i got the uh podcast playbook that is our uh intro to understanding really how to create a podcast i go over editing i go over what it looks like to break down the audience to build an audience find your niche I got everything that y'all need in that. So yeah, linking our bio as well. Hey, there we go. Hey, whatever they need, you got it. Whatever yeah. they need, you got it. Jalen, Jalen Clark. He was yeah. a pro, dog. He said, he said I was out, I was outside with the fish plates. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be outside with the digital books too. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know hey, for those that are, for those that are still with us here today, uh, I can't I can't go this whole episode without saying, bro, we were. We were featured in a documentary that dropped. Uh, it's a four-part documentary um, uh, called Profile the Black Man. Uh, we were in it. It dropped on Saturday. Uh, executive produced by Tina Knowles, Lawson, um, my guy Trell Thomas, uh, P. Frank. 
uh, also moderated by or hosted by Mac Wilds. So that came out, that dropped on Saturday. If you go, it's on, it's on um, uh, Discovery Plus. So if you go on Discovery Plus, you can stream it. It was super dope. It was a great experience to be a part of. And they told a true story about what Black Men's Wear actually is. And so it's fire. Um, again, if you go, if you're on any, you know, any of those streaming networks, you can find it on Amazon Prime, on um, Prime Video, excuse me. You can find it on Discovery Plus. Go look for Profile, the Black Man, and sit and watch it. Uh, it's great. This was a this was episode one. It's a four part documentary. Uh, they allowed us to close that episode one, so that was dope. That was that was a, a, a huge honor uh, that we're really excited to share. So go check that out as well, bro, Jalen. I appreciate you, my man. I really do. Man, congrats to y'all. Well, y'all continue success too, bro. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. All right, man. I'm gonna see you soon. We gonna get on these Dallas streets here one day, so. All right, that's a bet, man. We hit up. All right, bro. All right, peace. Thank you for listening to the check-in with Black Menswear. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Menswear. Check out and subscribe to the Black Menswear YouTube channel. And visit us online at www.weareblackmenswear.com to join the mailing list for ongoing updates for the Black Menswear Flash Mob Tour. Peace and blessings. an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.